Welcome to Empire, presented by CW Hemp, a weekly installment dedicated to exploring the non-psychoactive side of the cannabis plant. Once a cornerstone of the American economy, hemp has been used in over 25,000 products, including paper, textiles, construction materials, health food, and fuel. Now, tune in and discover all there is to know about this wonder crop making a historic comeback. Empire, presented by CW Hemp, starts now. Hey there, Cannabis Radio listeners. My hearty thanks for joining us on Empire, the show devoted to all things hemp. I'm your host, Dr. Mitch Earlywine. In my never-ending effort to establish my credibility, I thought I'd let you know a little about myself. I was a professor of psychology at the University of Southern California for 14 years and at the University at Albany for 10 I have over 150 publications in the addictions, including the Oxford University Press book, Understanding Marijuana. I'm a High Times columnist, and I was also child of the day in Miss Lemon's kindergarten class. But enough about me. Let's move to the real news. Today's guest is none other than Ashley Grace, the chief marketing officer at CW Hemp. Ashley's a stellar scholar when it comes to hemp history and benefits, and a true master when it comes to keeping up with the legal and marketing ins and outs of the hemp world. Thanks for joining us on Hempire, Ashley Grace. Hey, thank you very much, Dr. Mitch. So tell us, how did you end up being a chief marketing officer at CW Hemp? Well, it's a, it's a great story. I, um, I come from a, a long line of experience, really, in my career with big brands, um, you know, the P&Gs of the world, McDonald's, Pfizer's, uh, Walmart's, and et cetera. So I kind of had some amends to make, if you will. <laughs> and several years ago, I had, a, uh, had an accident and really had a bad reaction. I've had ongoing nerve pain and so forth, and I've always had bad reactions to, you know, traditional medications. And I moved to Colorado about five years ago, and then about, you know, two or maybe a year and a half ago, was at a career crossroads and, and met the guys from, you know, met the Stanley brothers and did a little consulting with them on the side to get to know each other. I like to say that we dated before we decided to, to go into business with each other. And I joined in January, and it's been, it's been fantastic. It's delightful to see how things have, have taken off there. Can you give us a feel for how this might be different from the PNGs in the world and, and sort of the challenges you're up against that might be markedly different from standard marketing stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's it's actually a great question. And, you know, what it really comes down to is, you know, I, I never knew getting into this industry based on what I'd done in the past that I was going to see so much, you know, fraud and, and fraudulent products, whether it be products that just make claims that don't aren't true or don't exist or even just counterfeit products ripping off you know brand names and trademarks and presenting you know products that are something that they're not you know obviously that doesn't happen in the big brand space and that's really been something that's been really really shocking to me and and something that I've had to get used to dealing with and to really try to to try to own and take ownership for. And, and a lot of that's legal. You know, we have to do cease and desist orders and so forth. But most of it's just building our brand and, and being who we are and being out there as the, as the leader in terms of product quality in this industry. Well, so some of our listeners, believe it or not, don't know exactly what's going on at CW Hemp. Can you give us a feel for some of those products and what you guys are aiming to do? Yeah, I'm really proud to be here at Charlotte's Web. We have a we have a great responsibility and opportunity in the industry because Charlotte's name is on the brand. She's a person who's now thriving, and she was a little girl who was having you know three five hundred seizures a week 
and you know her parents were at a kind of their last hope and and came looking for a, a high CBD product because her mom had done her own research to to find that there might be promise in this when when all the doctors had said there was no more hope you know she found her name her name was Paige Fiji and Paige found the Stanley brothers and the Stanley brothers had been breeding and refining using wild feral hemp genetics a really naturally occurring high CBD level cannabis plant and it was really a rarity in the world and then when Paige found the Stanley brothers you know convinced them that you know through her medical doctors multiple medical doctors saying that it would be okay convinced them to create an oil for for little Charlotte and then remarkably and dramatically as you know uh, you know her seizures vanished and so um, we've you know she's 99.9% seizure free today fast forward a couple years there's you know thousands of charlottes out there and thousands of everyday health enthusiasts as well who rely on our products to improve their quality of life it's such a heartwarming story and i mean it just if you see anybody seizing like that never not especially a kid it 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 just you know really tugs at you and i'm just so relieved to see she's responding so well but it sounds like there are literally hundreds of of kids who are also benefiting Yes, it's been remarkable. Um, the name stuck with Charlotte because obviously she's she was patient number one, and you know we wanted to honor her with that. A lot of times, you know, people kind of forget that there's been hundreds and thousands of others behind her. In fact, patient number two is is Zakai and Zakai Jackson and. He's, you know, the, our non-for-profit, the Realm of Caring, which we donate a portion of all proceeds to, to fund, um, you know, needy families as well as research with Johns Hopkins and so forth. The Realm of Caring CEO is a, is a wonderful lady named Heather Jackson, and, and Zakai is her son. And Zakai just celebrated his four-year anniversary last week of being completely seizure-free. So he hasn't even had a seizure in four years. Remarkable. And, you know, I've got I see. I'm privy to a lot of stories, right? I, I, in this role, it's it's wonderful, and I'm humbled. I, I get to see emails in from our customers across the world, and every week, and I'm just amazed at some of these stories that we're that are that are emerging, whether it be just simple, you know, seemingly simple things like anxiety. I know I think a lot of us take that for granted, but there's people out there who have real problems with anxiety, and improving your quality of life from our product, you know, it's just as important to somebody who has anxiety as it is to someone who has a little girl's having seizures. Right. If it's if it's affecting your life and your livelihood, then it's a it's a big problem. Exactly. We had Zakai's mom on before, and she's just a real pistol. It's it's wonderful to see where that stuff is going. You do mention that there are a lot of other potential benefits. Can you walk us through how some of the CBD and terpenes seem to help other folks? Well, what's interesting, and it kind of it kind of comes back to, you know, maybe I maybe I can pivot a little bit on this on this and, and start talking a little bit about the history, because I think it's relevant to your question and how there's been benefits for millenniums. You know, this plant, in terms of cannabis, has been used for thousands of years by societies across the world for medicinal and industrial applications. You know, our own, a lot of people don't know, but our own government has a patent, number 6630507, for your listeners, you can Google it, that says, you know, cannabinoids have medicinal purposes. Yet, our own government on the other side, through the DEA, just last week doubled down saying that there's no medicinal value and that it's a schedule one drug, which is obviously you know, very complex. But for us, it's it's interesting because we're hemp, right? And, and thankfully for the 2014 Farm Bill and the 2016 Omnibus Law, we can ship across all 50 states legally. But all this nonsense of 
of the DEA and, and it's not medicinally oriented and all this stuff, it really, really confuses the, the public landscape. And, you know, we have customers asking all the time still, how is this legal? How can we do it? And what our role is, is we want to be educators. Obviously, we've got a big brand here and we want to sell products. And but at the end of the day, our mission as a company is to empower people to have a better quality of life. And the only way we can do that is through educating folks about, you know, the potential that, that our hemp products can bring them. It's just so sweet to see the word getting out and and to anticipate all the relief that is ahead. But I got to admit it, it, I find it enraging that there's some other stuff out there that is essentially fraudulent. Can you tell us about that? Yes, it's been crazy. I mean, when whenever this whole thing broke, right? I mean, go back to the story of Paige and when she found the Stanley Brothers. She'd been looking all over the the world for a high CBD you know, hemp product or, or medical marijuana product at the time, as it was called, to help Charlotte. And she couldn't find any. I mean, you know, she found the Stanley Brothers. They created this together. Then the story breaks, right? It goes across CNN. Sanjay Gupta comes out and, and famously changes his mind. He came out to, to do a story, you know, to, to basically bash medical marijuana. And he met the Stanleys and met Charlotte and Paige and changed his mind and re- reproduced his entire higher story is a pro cannabis initiative, you know, on the spot. And so then once that broke, all of a sudden there's CBD everywhere, right? Across the, you know, every CDB here, CBD here and there and on across, and no matter where you look, there it is. But, you know, it's, it's fraudulent in many, many cases. Now there's some good players out there, you know, of course, some good competitors, but what most people don't know is that early last year, the FDA tested 20 CBD products and they found that half of them had no CBD in them at all. And the other half had such meaningless or such low levels that they were meaningless in terms of providing any benefit. And all of them contained some level of, of toxicity, whether it be pesticides or heavy metals or, or lead or so forth. Now, so imagine if you're a parent, you've heard the Charlotte story, you've got hope, you think, man, maybe this is the answer. And then you give your child a product that you think is, is CBD, but really it's made from it's you know made from some imported CBD paste or crystals from from China and who knows where they got it and then it doesn't work right and and you're broken and and you're you're concluding that this just doesn't work for you and you've lost all hope and that's that's just really really sad uh, but that's that's going on today it's utterly just heartbreaking and I, I can understand why folks would be despondent and then often be quick to come to conclusions that maybe cannabis wouldn't even work for them yes that's exactly right. And, you know, when you think about it, even the, the quality producers out there, the people that are trying to do it right, unless you're controlling your genetics and controlling the exact same profile so that when you make a batch of your product today, that it's the exact same genetic makeup as what you made a year ago or even yesterday, that's what you have to do when you're, when you're in this business. Now, granted, we're, we're a dietary supplement, you know, and we we cannot and do not make claims that we're we you know prevent cure or solve any any disease because we can't. But if you're out to use a product to improve your quality of life, whatever that may be, you've got to have a consistent profile, scientific profile in your product of a dietary supplement to be able to deliver consistently to what your what customers may need. I couldn't have said it better, and I mean, I hope that message reaches the entire industry. Hey, as my cannabis radio brother, Vivian McPeak, would say, we've got to pause for the cause because there are flaws in the laws, but we'll be right back with Ashley Grace from CW Hemp. Stay tuned. Hold on for more Hempire after you've grown to learn more about our sponsors. 
Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. While the feds and state are doing their dance, you still need to transact business and manage your cash. Go professional and let your customers pay with PayQuick. They pay you and they earn rewards points. PayQuick connects to your bank account for free and secures all of your transactions. And with PayQuick, you can pay your producers and processors for free. Plus, it pays to have it because it makes depositing your cash safe and so easy. No cops, no crooks, just compliance and comfort, knowing you have your cannabis business in check with PayQuick. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. I said palm tree. Yo, 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 this your boy, TJ, Trinidad James. You're listening to Dr. Dino on Cannabis Confidential. L.A., what up? Nickname James, man. I'm already like a like. I need to... People were so excited to see you supporting our industry, and it's so important to see people who are mainstream, who are out there, that people look up to. That was my first one ever going to, so that was definitely a big deal for me. It's not just, oh, man, just come smoke a bunch of joints. It's a lot of science into it. It's way more interesting than a lot of people might think would look down for say on what we enjoy cannabis confidential only on cannabisradio.com time to harvest more crop tastic content on empire only on cannabisradio.com and we're back on Empire. It's Dr. Mitch Earlywine, and I'm having the pleasure of talking with Ashley Grace, C.W. Hemp's Master of Marketing. We're going into some of the details about basically how C.W. Hemp works and all the potential help it can really make for the world. You mentioned that this is really a dietary supplement, and I'm curious if you can sort of make that distinction for our listeners of how that might differ from other products. Yes, I mean, it's very much in the line with vitamin C is a great example. You know, vitamin C you can buy in a, you know, a distilled condensed fashion, which is, you know, in a pill format, or you can get vitamin C by eating a whole orange. Very, very real analogy to what Charlotte's Web and, and kind of how positioning and, and the reality of our products in the marketplace, our products are, are more like the orange, right? So there's a lot of people out there that are selling CBD, quote unquote. We talked a little bit about the, you know, the realities around that and the, how fraudulent companies are popping up left and right and just waiting to be you know, shut down and they go away with no penalty and keep the money they made. But it's there's also legitimate companies out there making you know CBD products, you know. And Charlotte's Web's different. You know, we we take the entire cannabinoid profile from our 
again, the same plant that, that helped a little Charlotte, you know, starting three years ago is, is the same plant through cloned genetics that we're using today. And quality is not something to be taken lightly. You know, it's, it's our top priority, given what we talked about earlier, and that literally our, our quality is, is our customer's quality of life. But, you know, to be able to reproduce a, and consistently and reliably produce a, a high-integrity product you know, we tightly control our genetics and we, and we ensure the same plants that help Charlotte are what we're using today. But that's expensive and difficult because we've got to clone and hand plant, you know, 100,000 plus clones a, a year to take care of this demand, right? And then we've got to organically farm them, even though we can't get organic certification because that's not allowed yet in, in the industry. But that's, you know, a more expensive way of farming, of course, but that's the highest quality and what you need to do if you're going to do things the right way. And then we manufacture and package in an FDA registered facility, which obviously is an expensive endeavor to maintain and to basically scale. But, you know, anyway, that it's the quality of this and, and setting us apart from the competition. That's really at the end of the day why we set as our mission to be the world's most trusted hemp extract because we're beyond CBD. You know, we're back to that example. We're the whole orange. All of it, we believe, works together better than any piece of, of the vitamins and, and uh, that are in, involved in the orange, continuing that analogy, known as the entourage effect in the cannabis space, which I'm sure you've talked a lot about. No, it's, it's delightful to think about it, and, and I think it's easy for folks to forget just how elaborate the quality control really has to be. I know you guys have mentioned some laboratory reports on initial grows and then subsequent ones. How does that work, really? Well, we're actually developing right now, we're also developing through R&D a, a feminized seed program because we want to be able to obviously be able to scale this production as demand continues to grow and be able to grow the same genetics through seed. And so it's a process, uh, I guess is the best answer. And there's no way to do it, you know, no way to cut any corners or to take any time out of it. You got to go through the process of developing it from a quality perspective and making sure that that genetic profile and the terrapin profile and everything is carried through to the plant if you're going to change the way that it's being produced, whether it's from a clone to a seed. And so we're experimenting with that, but none of our products today contain anything other than the pure, you know, same genetics that we, you know, same stuff that, that Charlotte has been taking all along. Oh, it's it's really cool. What what I'm intrigued about is then do you guys have to basically every time you harvest a crop, go go to the lab and check it out yet again? Well, we do it. We have three independent quality control checks along the way. So yes, we do. We bring the the hemp in from the fields into our FDA registered facility here in Boulder, and it goes through an extensive quality control battery of testing before it gets even brought into the you know into the extraction. Then after that, we do another two sets of quality checks where we're looking to basically make sure that the terrapin profiles are consistent as well as we're looking to make sure that there wasn't anything abnormal picked up through the environment, right? Because, you know, there's stuff in the air that we breathe, there's stuff in the rain that falls on the plants, there's runoff that could occur, right, from other farms into your farm. So, you know, it's really important to make sure that, that what we're putting in that bottle isn't contaminated in any way and also contains the same you know, profile of, of a dietary supplement as what we've always produced. And, I mean, it's really amazing when you think about it. I, I hate to think what some of the vitamins and, and herbs that folks are taking that really aren't made by you guys might actually contain. What is the deal with the toxins on some of these fraudulent products or some of the you know, other things that are out there? Well, I think uh, most of the ones that I've I've been aware of have been through like just heavy metals and lead. And I don't know the hypothesis is you know, that that's probably coming from an industrial hemp 
paste or crystals that was probably imported from somewhere like China or Romania, which are some big importers. A lot of times what happens is, and it may not even have been you know, a nefarious situation, but you, when you're growing hemp for industrial purposes, you can do a lot of those things, right? You could put pesticides on, you can do a lot of other things that, that don't really matter uh, necessarily. You don't have to organically farm it. Uh, nobody cares because you're going to turn it into rope or you're going to turn it, turn it into cloth or some other form of industrial application, which are very important, don't get me wrong. Um, but an industrial application for a medicinal application, like something like you know a drug company wants to use to go through an FDA approval or something through a, a dietary supplement like what we provide that's going to be ingested. You just can't take hemp out of a, an industrial landscape and throw it into that same situation because it's not it's apples and oranges uh, again to mix them mix a metaphor back with what we talked about earlier, but it's um, it's just a different situation. It really does sound like trying to compare cotton to fruit. I mean, yeah, it just it just doesn't doesn't pan out at all. You also have emphasized that the the CBD is is higher on the strain. Can you give us a little feel for how that is? Well, it's it goes back to the Stanleys and what they were doing. They originally got into this, and I, I know you've talked to Joel, and, and I don't want to rehash some of his stories, but he he got into it the industry as a skeptic, right? And, and what changed his mind was you know standing in the the medical marijuana dispensary with with his brothers and hearing all the people who had cancer coming in talking about you know the life changing impact that the cannabis was having for them. So that's what got him into the space. And then what we were doing or what they were doing, I wasn't around then, but was growing in addition to providing you know t- normal THC cannabis or marijuana, they were breeding through, you know, just as an R&D project, breeding these high CBD strains. And they were literally going around and talking to, you know, farmers in Kansas and other areas looking for, you know, variety of wild feral hemp which, you know, still grows in a lot of areas across the United States. And that's always the stuff that, you know, everybody always said, whatever you do, don't try to smoke it. It won't get you high. You'll end up just coughing a lot. So those guys took some of their, their genetics that they already had. They went out and found some other genetics that, that were growing and had kind of survived nature and, you know, and survived over and evolved over, over the time and began breeding those together to really increase the CBD content and decrease the THC content. And again, just with with vision that as medical applications of cannabis begin to open up, that there may be applications that this would help with because of some of the anecdotal things they had read about. Oh, it's indeed an intriguing uh, story, and and it kind of you know becomes kind of a mystery. Is there some way to let us know without uh, you know revealing a trade secret, like what sort of amount of CBD might be in a CW hemp plant? I think that it varies, right? I mean, each one kind of varies as it goes through the process. But, you know, then actually from a product manufacturing standpoint, what we're doing is, is putting it together to have a consistent product. But, you know, it ranges probably anywhere from 10 to 12 to 15 percent. It would be would be the range, maybe 12 to 15 would be the, the specs. I honestly don't know the exact number that we use to hold the spec, but it's probably in that range. Well, but and then in fact, that goes through a process in order to make the product that that could make the CBD an appropriate level and a consistent one, no matter what. Yes, and and our products then are arranged based on the the concentration level of all the cannabinoids that are included from the whole plant extract. So we have currently we have three lines of products that have um, basically just different concentrations of of the cannabinoids. So when you look at one of our product called Everyday Advanced. That's the most sophisticated, highly condensed product that we make. So one milliliter of that will contain 
you know, 50 milligrams of the Charlotte's Web hemp extract versus our everyday product, which is our entry-level product, which one milliliter only contains seven milligrams. And then we've got a middle-tier product that we call Everyday Plus that is containing at one milliliter 18 milligrams. And so depending on what your usage is, if you're younger and you're just starting out and you're, you're wanting to add this to your fish oil and your omega-3 routine and you don't really have any serious pains or issues that you're concerned about in your family history, then you start with your everyday product and, and you kind of go from there. If you're suffering from more of a, a severe condition that you're trying to get some relief from, then maybe you, you experiment in with an everyday plus or maybe even go all the way to the everyday advanced. I personally use the middle product everyday plus is, is my favorite. And I, I have two milliliters every morning with my coffee, with my bulletproof coffee, actually. It goes fabulously with that. It's funny because, in fact, this really isn't a psychoactive product, despite the roots and hemp, so to speak. Well, and that's what's caused all the confusion. Because when CNN did their profile, you know, it was, it was medical marijuana. And let's be honest, medical, the word marijuana is, you know, much more popular to the media because it gets people's attention. And so people remember our product when they see the story, they remember it being framed as medical marijuana. And it was at the time. And that's why people had to move here to get it to Colorado. But then what was happening is we got certified by the state of Colorado when they tested our product as having below 0.3% THC. And thus, per the Farm Bill of 2014, that is classified as hemp. And THC is, as most people know, but I, I want to assume everybody in your audience knows, but THC is the primary, you know, derivative of the, of the cannabis plant that contributes to someone getting high. And most marijuana has, you know, somewhere between 15 and 20 percent THC involved in it. And we're looking at 0.3 percent THC in our product. So, you know, the, there's no way you're going to get high off of this in any economical or fun way for your body. <laughs> if you were going to consume it, you'd have to, you'd have to consume quite a bit in order to ever get to that point. Well, I, I can't thank you enough. We've been talking to Ashley Grace, the Chief Marketing Officer at CW Hemp. I want to thank you all for joining us on Hempire. My hearty thanks to the Cannabis Radio Production Wizards. I'm Dr. Mitch Earlywine. Follow your heart and let the data be your guide. expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.